0: You beautiful bastards. Welcome back to the show. And y'all, I was so excited to start today's show because I just, I wanted to experience this with you. So you know how North Korea does like at least a yearly show of force. It's like a parade. You see their military vehicles. Well, uh, they did a showcasing of force with their troops and it's just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) What, What is that? But it just gets weirder. I don't even know what this is. Is that is it electric shock? And there's more, but it's all like this weird mixture of a circus act and a a state karate tournament. And I'm just left wondering, who is this meant to intimidate? Like, what country are you going to fight whose main weaponry are two by fours and sledgehammers? Are you gonna choreograph fight us to death? I'll take a calm good old boy with a sniper rifle over whatever the fuck that insanity was any day of the week. Then, sort of sticking with this theme of weird and what the fuck, though in a different and more local way, we should talk about Shannon Bruga, also known as Shannon O'Connor, a woman I imagine likes to think of herself as a cool mom. I'm not like other moms. Cool. And the reason we're talking about this 47-year-old California woman is that she's now been charged for hosting a series of illegal parties for her son and his friends who are mostly 14 and 15 years old. Also, before some of you were like, like, well, my parents let me drink. This is gonna be no big deal. It's probably worse than what you're thinking. So yes, investigators say Shannon supplied the teens with alcohol, also pushing them to binge drink, often to the point of illness or unconsciousness. With all of that leading to some really dangerous situations, things like, yeah, people broke a finger, someone almost drowned in a hot tub. In another instance, hold on for dear life with this one, uh, Shannon led an unlicensed drunk teen drive. Her car with that's right, it's not over. Two kids hanging off the back of the car while it was moving, one then falls hits their head, is unconscious for 30 seconds, later diagnosed with a concussion after spending the night vomiting, and then hit him with it, Billy. But I'm not done yet. She also reportedly manipulated and encouraged drunk teens to participate in sex acts with one another, sometimes non-consensual acts, and sometimes while she watched. With victims who say that this woman facilitated their assaults, claiming that she also laughed while they happened, or when they asked her why she didn't step in. With investigators adding that Shannon was very adamant that the teens who attended her parties keep them secret. She's even accused of helping teens sneak out of their homes so she could drive them to her events. Reports also saying she bullied at least one teen who was suspected of breaking the secret. And Billy hit him with it again. But I'm not done yet. My like claims of physical assaults and massive property damage at her parties. I mean, there, there's so much to go through here. Which is also why we saw Santa Clara County District Attorney Jeff Rosen say, it took a lot of brave children to come forward and to untangle this deeply disturbing case. As a parent, I'm shocked. As the DA, I'm determined to hold those adults who endanger children fully accountable to the law and our community. And all in, Shannon now faces a total of 39 criminal charges. Which is why it should be no surprise to you that Shannon is our Duke. Douchebag of the Day. Which y'all, I've been doing this for a minute, but it feels like a lot of the news just keeps getting worse to the point that Douchebag of the Day isn't even an appropriate title. Like this is a monster person. Like the line of negligent mom to monster mom was crossed very early in this story. But uh, I'm gonna leave it there. I feel like if I keep talking on this, I'm just gonna say something that's gonna get me in trouble. And so actually I'll pass the question off to you. What are your thoughts regarding this story? Then in former NFL star Brett Favre's scandal news at this time doesn't involve him sending unsolicited dick pics to female journalists, it appears that the law is knock, knock, knocking on Brett Favre's door. And this, because according to the Mississippi Free Press, Brett received $1.1 million in funds from two nonprofits whose founder has since been indicted on state and federal charges for their alleged role in the largest embezzlement scheme in state history. With Mississippi State Auditor Shad White saying that Favre now must return $828,000 that he received from welfare funds that should have gone to needy families. And as far as the specifics of Favre's involvement, you have White saying that he accepted the money for speaking engagements that he never actually attended for Families First for Mississippi, which was one of the nonprofits involved in the allegations. Now, with this, Favre said that he didn't know that the funds were illegal when he accepted them. And in fact, in May of 2020, the auditor said that Favre did return a portion of the funds, but as it stands now, Brett and the other people here need to pay the money back in 30 days or they're gonna face a civil lawsuit. But from that, I wanna take a second to thank our sponsor, Noom. You know, using Noom has been helping me develop healthier habits and holding myself accountable for those choices. Throughout these months that I've been using it, I'm not as sluggish or unmotivated as before when I wasn't making the best decisions of what or how much I was consuming and or exercising. Because Noom's a new and different way to get healthy and achieve your goals using proven cognitive behavioral therapy tools and practices. Now I'm realizing the more that I get into this, the more energy I have with tons of articles and real life coaches to support you. It's basically empowering you to strive for progress, not perfection. A reminder that trying to be perfect can actually prevent you from your progress. Basically it's a pep talks, motivation, support, and reminders needed when life gets away from you. But main thing, start to think about what health goals you'd like to achieve, whatever those may be for you. And then head on over to noom.com slash phil Take Noom's 30 second quiz for free to create a truly custom program for you. And just remember, noom.com slash Phil. And in interesting entertainment news, it starts with the gift that keeps on giving or the thing you wish people would stop recommending to you, Squid Game. The show is in the news for a couple of reasons. I mean, you've probably seen Squid Game reached 111 million fans. It's Netflix's biggest series launch ever. It wasn't even close beating out the previous leader, Bridgerton, which had a launch of 82 million households watching in the first four weeks. In fact, according to a morning console poll, around one out of every four Americans has watched the show. It's also sparked creators online to have their own Squid Game. For example, popping up all over online. Moist Critical, Bryce Hall, it appears that Mr. Beast is next, but what has gotten my attention the most is what this show has done for the debate of subs versus dubs. When you watch a foreign language film, do you listen to it with its original audio and then the subtitles in your language, or do you select different audio, right? The the dubbing in your language. And I will say, I was really surprised by the results of this morning consult poll, but they found that only 38% of adults prefer subtitles. And as the person gets older, the less likely they are to use subtitles, boomers coming in at 28%. And it worked the same way on the opposite end. The younger a person was, the more likely it was that they preferred subtitles. With millennials coming in at forty-five percent, Gen Z at fifty-one percent. Though I will say how those numbers change specifically for Squid Game because I, I, I don't want to trash anyone for doing their job, but. The dubbing on Squid Game is horrible. Like it genuinely sounds like someone's trying to parody how bad dubbing can be, but it, it's people actually trying. Well, of course, I'd love to know your opinion in those comments down below. I kind of couldn't wait, and this morning I launched a poll for y'all. What we found there is that when it comes to beautiful bastards, 81% of you prefer subtitles. Some noting that the original language really carries a lot of energy and tone that totally gets lost in translation, though we also saw people on the other side saying, you know, I'm not an exceptionally fast reader. Some saying they're visually impaired, so they go dub. Also, I think there's an easy argument to be made that it depends depends on if something actually features people or if it's like a cartoon or an anime. Yeah, if you haven't already, let me know where you stand on this and why. Then in very interesting social media news, we had Facebook today changing who you can attack on their platform. With Facebook's global safety chief saying that activists and journalists will now be considered involuntary public figures. And so that, at least in theory, means that they should get increased protections against harassment and bullying. And that's because Facebook says that they treat private individuals and public figures differently. For example, as Reuters notes, users are generally allowed to call for the death of a celebrity in discussions on the platform as long as they do not tag or directly mention the celebrity. But they say they will not allow calls for the death of a private individual or now a journalist. But also, as far as the celebrities, according to Reuters, Facebook's global head of safety said that they will be expanding the types of attacks that they will not allow on public figures on their sites. But it's kind of weird because you think like the line would be, okay, you can't call for the death of a public figure, but what the report goes on to list is that they will no longer allow severe and unwanted sexualizing content, derogatory sexualized photoshopped images or drawings or a direct negative attacks on a person's appearance. But nowhere is there a mention of murder? Like Whether you agree that Facebook should be limiting stuff or not like that, that almost feels like a separate conversation then why wouldn't it like, If you're going to limit it, why wouldn't you work from the top down? Anyway, then in really big negative news for Amazon though, let's all be honest, like it's not gonna cause anyone to not use Amazon. Jeff Bezos could shoot someone in the street and people would be like, yeah, but I still have Prime. What, cause Jeff Bezos is shooting people in the middle of the street. I have to go into a store and interact with people. No, Jeff Bezos gets to commit 17 murders a year. It's in the Amazon terms of service that you agreed to. Yeah, the news is that this morning, Reuters released a massive report accusing Amazon India of a number of things, with them claiming to have reviewed thousands of pages of internal Amazon documents before making the report, which, I mean, some of those documents include strategies that Amazon is long denied using during antitrust hearings, both in the US and India. And the two big takeaways we'll talk about is that they engaged in search seeding, which is when it puts Amazon produced products like Amazon Basics in the first two or three search options. And the second being Amazon identifying and producing what they refer to as reference or benchmark products, which is just copying items that are popular among customers. However, it looks like they did far more than just copy how products look and function. Right? Amazon brands have access to tens of thousands of customer reviews on competitors' products and then design theirs to deal with the issues. And both of those things are especially egregious in India, which requires foreign-owned market sites like Amazon to be neutral marketplaces and not promote their own products. It's also why Amazon India is currently undergoing an antitrust investigation, with this report obviously not going to help them. Though, to share the other side, Amazon has denied these claims, saying in a statement that they were factually incorrect and unsubstantiated. Yeah, ultimately, I mean, we're gonna have to see what happens. I mean, also, this- this. story probably sounds familiar and that's because Amazon's been accused of similar practices in multiple nations. At the time of those, you had then CEO Jeff Bezos denying that the company engaged in such practices. Coming up with a story that any such actions were done by rogue employees. However, Reuters report states that at least two high level executives knew of and signed off on Amazon India's plans. And as far as if Jeff Bezos will say anything here, Probably not. I I think he's trying to distance himself from that. I mean, today he was busy uh, shooting William Shatner into space. Also, just so we're clear, uh, Shatner then also returned back to earth. But that is where I'll end the story since Jeff Bezos still has three murders left for 2021. Thanks for watching and I'll see you tomorrow.